Welcome to the Australian Chiropractors Association podcast. The ACA is the peak body representing chiropractors in Australia. Hosted by ACA President Dr Anthony Coxon, these podcasts explore the science, art, philosophy and politics of chiropractic, as well as reviewing the latest research and discussing how chiropractors can strive for excellence in practice. Welcome to the Australian Chiropractors Association podcast. I'm your podcast host, Anthony Coxon. Today, we're continuing to look at the various clinical practice groups available to you through ACE, the Australasian Institute of Chiropractic Education. And today, the focus is on the wellbeing and lifestyle management group. Our guest today is the newly appointed chair of this group, Dr. Peter McGlynn. Now, Peter is a registered chiropractor currently practicing in Melbourne. He has a master's in public health and a PhD in global public health and nutrition. He's a research affiliate at Monash University School of Public Health and Preventative Medicine. He's certified by the International Board of Lifestyle Medicine, and he is a fellow of the Australian Society of Lifestyle Medicine. Very qualified in the subject, of course. Um, Hi, Peter. Welcome to the ACA podcast. Thank you, Anthony. It's great to be here. So you've been involved with uh, um, the Wellbeing and Lifestyle Management Group for some time. Tell our listeners about uh, how this has evolved and where you're at at this particular point. Well, for those who are familiar with the ACA, um, the Wellbeing and Lifestyle Management Group has evolved from the former ACA Nutrition Clinical Interest Group. So that's been around for a number of years now. And... um, is basically been looking at nutritional interest within chiropractic practice and had a very specific focus in that direction. But as our kind of interest in this area has grown, um, we have broadened the scope of nutrition to include other aspects of lifestyle, which are contributors to um, health in general. As chiropractors, we are very well educated in the assessment and management of neuromusculoskeletal conditions that present to our clinics. And this is what we do best. But importantly, um, there are other aspects of lifestyle which contribute to uh, health of the person presenting to our clinic as well. And so we have broadened the nutrition interest group to include those other factors of lifestyle. As primary contact practitioners, we see a host of comorbidities along with the clinical presenting complaint. And that provides us with a great opportunity to identify other key lifestyle determinants of health, which may either contribute or respond to their presenting chiropractic clinical condition. So what we're doing in wellbeing and lifestyle management clinical practice group is wanting to provide an educational pathway to for for chiropractors to systematically assess and manage these health determinants. And these might include, as well as diet and nutrition, things like physical activity, stress management, sleep disorders, emotional wellbeing, tobacco use, alcohol use, and other risky risky behaviours. And all of these things can contribute to the overall health of the people presenting to our clinics. A second focus of this approach is the implementation of effective behaviour change strategies, which are very important because the success or failure of lifestyle management really does depend on whether that patient in front of us is able to or ready or able to implement behaviour change. 
So this is really, I mean, chiropractors obviously for some time uh, have talked about their approach being a holistic approach, um, that they're interested in the whole person and how they interact uh, in their day-to-day uh, -day lives as far as their well-being is concerned. Um, you've really modeled this, uh, I guess, a little bit on existing templates so that the uh, education or the education standards at least uh, beyond this is not just entirely chiropractic centric. It's, I'm assuming, similar to, at least on the nutrition side of things, similar to what's already available out there in lifestyle medicine? Absolutely, because as you said before, this is not new for chiropractors. We've always had a focus which is more broadly um, focused on health as well as the neuromusculoskeletal conditions which present to our practice. But other people have been working in this space for a long time and, and many people will be aware of Dr. Jenny Jamison from RMIT and from Murdoch University who has been a chiropractic educator in decades past and has published widely in this area and has always wanted to enhance the scope of chiropractic practice to include, include wider health um, parameters. And Dr. James Chestnut and others have been doing the same kind of thing um, for many years now. What's changed recently is the available evidence for the effect of lifestyle factors as major determinants of health and the ability of lifestyle changes to manage and even reverse chronic diseases. And in lifestyle management, this is considered to be the first line approach before the use of drugs and surgery, which is very much in the chiropractic space. It certainly Things seems like, to... So I was just going to say, it certainly seems to fit very well with uh, the, I guess, the fundamental principles of uh, chiropractic. Uh, if we talk about the, in fact, I like your um, acronym, instead of just Wellness Lifestyle Management uh, Group, it's, uh, it's WELLM. Is that, is that correct? Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. So we, we kind of use the acronym WELLM to kind of um, explain well-being and lifestyle management. So, so how would you say that, that this approach, and it sounds, I mean, obviously there's a lot of... Um, you know, quite a vast growing body of evidence here. Um, it, it's uh, fairly academically rigorous to go uh, fully to, um, as we know, to a titled member and fellow, which we'll talk about in a few moments. How does this fit? And I guess would the person, the chiropractor out there who talks about having a vitalistic approach to healthcare, would, would they be the sort of person that would be interested in this group? Absolutely. In fact, um, People who are kind of primarily just sticking to neuromusculoskeletal presenting conditions and not doing much else, um, they don't have to change anything associated with their practice because it's not a technique as such. It's more looking at the additional contributors to the health of the person presenting to us. But for the chiropractors who work very much in the vitalistic space, it's very much looking at health of the whole person and looking at things beyond just their presenting symptom or condition that the patient may have presented to us uh, and looking at wider health parameters associated with lifestyle and things that um, chiropractic patients may not normally associate with chiropractic practice. Yes. And just to go through, there's the four categories of uh, ACE membership. I just alluded to it a moment ago. Can you please explain those and what um, the requirements are to meet those levels? Sure. Well, as you said, there are four levels of membership uh, within the ACE, and that goes not only for Wellam, but for the sports chiros, the neuro chiros, the pediatric chiros and others. 
the first one is a student member. And so this level of membership is available for all student members of the ACA who wish to further their knowledge in wellbeing and lifestyle management. Um, secondly, there's a member, which is a non-titled member. This level of membership is for chiropractors who wish to be able to access the benefits of the latest Wellum educational resources and seminars and webinars, but are not particularly interested in doing further uh, advanced education at that time, but just wanting to keep abreast of the subject. Importantly, non-title members don't have the use of post-nominals or possess voting rights within the ACE, but they can keep abreast of the, the topic. Uh, next up, there's a title member, and, and this level of membership confers the ability of the use of the post-nominals, um, MAICE, which is member of the Australian Institute of Chiropractic Education. And that confers voting rights within the ACE and allows advertising of advanced standing in the area of wellbeing and lifestyle management. So this um, group must have completed an approved educational pathway and have produced at least one ac academic publication relevant to wellbeing and lifestyle management. And they have a responsibility also to provide mentoring to non-title members who wish to pursue uh, advanced titling. Importantly, at this time, there's also a grandparenting period um, for these membership categories, which um, will um, continue until 2024, in which case the requirements needed to be a title member will be less rigorous than after 2024. Finally, the highest level of qualification uh, within the ACE is a fellow and fellows must have completed the approved advanced educational pathway um, dictated by Wellam and have produced at least five academic publications. So <clears throat> we're trying to encourage the use of research and publication as part of the uh, fellowship. Um, and these fellows will also be able to use the post-nominals FAICE, which is a fellow of the Australasian Institute of Chiropractic Education, and they'll also have voting rights within the ACE. They also will provide mentoring to colleagues who wish to pursue higher levels of membership. And one thing, Peter, that you may or may not be aware of, um, the Chiropractic Journal of Australia is being, uh, I guess, rejuvenated and uh, changed up to make it easier uh, for people who are wishing to complete research in these areas and, and get that titled member or fellowship uh, level status, um, giving them an avenue through the Chiropractic Journal of Australia to do just that, um, which, will be, which will be fantastic going forwards. Now, speaking of research, uh, this is one thing I'm very interested in. I understand that yourself and also Peter McCann, who is uh, also on the committee of Wellham, uh, are involved in research with Cheryl Hawke. Um, a lot of our listeners will know Cheryl Hawke, very well um, published researcher from the United States. And I understand she's putting together with assistance from yourself and others, uh, some research on health promotion, wellness, and in particular chiropractic guidelines around this. Is that correct? Yeah, that's been a really exciting development in the last few months. Um, as you said, Peter McCann is on our board of Wellham and uh, myself and also Lyndon Woods from Murdoch University. Um, we were three of 60 chiropractors um, worldwide who were involved in this process to develop um, clinical practice guidelines around the implementation of health promotion within chiropractic practice. 
And that was headed up by Cheryl Hawke, as you said, and she's from Texas Chiropractic College and she's a former um, American Chiropractic Association Researcher of the Year. And I think she's published over 100 peer-reviewed articles. And so she's a very qualified person and, and she headed up a panel of 60 chiropractors to produce a consensus document rather than research itself. But we were looking at a consensus, consensus document as how to include health promotion within chiropractic practice using uh, the latest evidence. And that process has just been completed and the report will be available shortly. Well, that's pretty exciting. And of course, you'll know that uh, Cheryl did a similar thing for um, a chiropractic pediatric practice in 2009 and 2016. And uh, we've actually had communication with Cheryl regarding the Australian consensus pediatric guidelines that we're looking to put together. So she'll be assisting amongst uh, many other um, local and international academics in that process as well. So your role in that is now complete and, and you're just waiting for Cheryl to put the information together or is it still, um, uh, you've still got an active role in it? No, all of the panelists, including myself and Pete McCann and Lyndon Woods, we've completed our part of the project. Um, but the consensus document, I think we reached over 80% consensus, which was the lowest limit um, that we accepted. And so all of the questions that we looked at got 80% 80, 80 consensus amongst the 60 panelists. And so that will be available for publication very soon. So having gone through at least the um, initial phases of this study and of course, uh, putting together uh, Wellam and, and your own practice, what do you see the future for wellness and holistic health in a chiropractic practice? What, what, what should it look like, do you think? This purely depends on um, the individual kind of um, place that each chiropractor is at. Um, there'll be those that are interested in kind of doing a brief screening or survey of lifestyle management within their practice and um, being involved purely to make the patient or client aware of the situation. There'll be others like myself and uh, those probably involved with Wellam who will be wanting to take this further. And, and the whole process is very much an interdisciplinary one. So by nature, lifestyle management involves uh, the use of other experts associated with diet and nutrition, physical activity, stress, and um, tobacco and alcohol, those things that chiropractors don't usually deal with personally. And so what we will do as chiropractors is approach our um, history and physical examination exactly as we would normally. And um, the addition of lifestyle management component will initially involve um, questionnaires relating to those six pillars of lifestyle, which I just mentioned. And then we have the opportunity to refer out for co-management with other experts in that area. For example, we might send someone to a dietitian or nutritionist. We want a really detailed nutritional assessment, a psychologist for stress management, and an exercise physiologist for physical rehabilitation, if that's not where our focus lies. And of course, tobacco control to quit blinds and um, alcohol kind of management to experts in that field. So it really does depend on an interdisciplinary um, team. And um, I think that is where we get the best results. So one thing, obviously, there will be some uh, chiropractors out there who are very academically driven. Um, so they would be very keen to 
take a deep dive into these sorts of subjects and really understand the biochemistry, the public health factors and so on. There are other chiropractors out there who might just want something that's practical and useful and easy to deliver to patients. Do you think that through uh, the information that you're teaching people through Wellum that you can satisfy both groups? Absolutely, because uh, from um, the point of view of someone who's just interested in assessing a screening or screening for lifestyle factors which might be affecting their clinical presentation, they can do their normal history and uh, initial clinical examination as normal and provide a take-home questionnaire that the patient completes and brings back, which is a systematic assessment of where they are with, at with their lifestyle. And from there, you can immediately just refer out to the experts who may be able to manage those other lifestyle factors if that's not your main interest. I know other chiropractors are very involved in um, nutritional management already or are very interested in physical rehabilitation already and that part of thing can be um, easily managed if that's your clinical interest within the chiropractic setting. Well, look, it sounds like there's a, a lot of opportunity there for, for chiropractors, depending on if you want to take a, a little bite or, uh, or keep, on, keep on eating and get the, get the full uh, benefit of everything there is uh, for Wellum to, to offer. And of course, for those out there that are interested, all you need to do is go onto the ACA website, um, go to the ACE page and uh, click on the Wellum link and you will find out everything you need to know about uh, getting engaged with that group. Uh, Peter, thank you so much for your time today and for, I know there's a lot of work done behind the scenes in getting these things up and going. It's not just uh, a, a, as simple as um, people might think. And I know you've done a ton of work uh, in getting Wellam up and running. So thank you to you and to the others involved in your committee. It's been a pleasure and uh, it's all coming together. So thank you very much, Anthony, for all the work you've done as well. And uh, I look forward to letting you know uh, what we're up to in the next six to 12 months. That would be great. And we'll certainly make sure that we send out um, Cheryl's research as soon as that becomes available too. Well, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast has been helpful in your quest for excellence and look forward to chatting with you again on our next ACA podcast. Mm -hmm.